Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cover songs, should you record them or just focus on your own material? In this episode, we're going to dive into the pros and cons of recording cover songs. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's B-Sides, a show where we share material that doesn't quite fit in with our weekly interview series. Here on B-Sides, we focus on empowering musicians and all creatives to craft careers by arming you with the tools you need to make it in the entertainment industry. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I am singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcio Novelli from Canada. When I'm not making music or doing this show, I'm producing records and directing music videos. Speaking of which, if you'd like to work together, hit me up on any of my socials. Before we jump into the episode, we just want to let you know that we are on Patreon and you can become a bridger from as little as a dollar per month. You'll gain access to our exclusive Encore series featuring never-before-seen videos with our guests, and your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly videos here at Bridge the Atlantic. And lastly, you can also head on over to our website to pick up one of our shirts. Use the coupon code BTAROCKS to receive 20% off your purchase. So today we are going to be talking all about covers mm-hmm. and whether or not you should record them. Yeah, there's so many artists um, out there recording covers, especially on YouTube. There's like a whole landscape of it. Um, it can be very mm-hmm. competitive. So let's talk about some of the reasons why you should Um, or maybe shouldn't, record covers and how they can benefit or complement your original material. There's two types of artists who cover songs. There's artists who don't write their own material, but they are talented at interpreting other people's material. Mm -hmm. And those who do write their own songs, but also enjoy performing songs that are written by other people. I think they all have their own place. And usually there's kind of different goals in mind, depending on which side of the coin you're on yeah i mean i used to be of the mind if you don't write your own songs you're you have no talent right uh and i I think that's i think it's it's appreciating the different types of talent you know they might have something that they really really want to express but they just don't have the the knack for sitting down and being able to and to express that but man you know if you ever heard an amazing singer they can express something even if they didn't write it and move you to tears you know of course having said that i think both of us can agree our favorite artists are definitely those who write their own songs yeah for the most part or at least co-write their own songs yeah because i I would i would for sure any day choose an artist who um, might not be the best singer but they're just expressing something that's deep from within their own soul than somebody that is an amazing has an amazing voice but is singing someone else's song but there is a place for both of them you know, and I respect that, you know, um, but I would also argue that there's a third reason, I guess, um, to record um, or an art- why an artist might cover a song. And this can apply to either type of, you know, whether you're you're strictly a cover artist um, or, or sing other people's material. If you're an original artist like myself that, that sometimes cover songs. And that might be to simply pay homage, you know, to one of your favorite artists. Um, we see this especially if they uh, recently have passed. You know, this is something we saw with um, with Chester Bennington of Lincoln Park, you know, right after he passed away, um, tragically last year. Uh, you know, I, th- I think right away you saw a lot of covers um, come out um, almost a little too quickly. Mm, yeah, I, I think it's, it's important that it is coming from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. I think people can see through it when you're trying to capitalize 
on something like that and it really it just feels wrong mm-hmm. um so don't please don't do that solely for promotional reasons it's yeah it's a bad look it's, it's kind of yeah it's kind of it's kind of feel right to you like it's kind of yeah. inappropriate yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Like, considering Linkin Park have been one of my absolute favorite bands for nearly 20 years, you know, um, it's actually taken me almost a year to work on the cover that I started, you know, in homage to Chester and the band. You know, I, I just, um, I, I didn't feel quite right. Just, I saw everyone doing it and it was just kind of like, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't want to, a, a part of me really wanted to cover a song for the right reasons, but the other part of me being very heartbroken and also didn't I didn't want to just capitalize on this everyone searching Chester Bennington and you know on the one hand oh for if you're thinking just of your music career and getting new fans yeah go ahead and do it but I'm more interested in being respectful to the artist you know what I mean and it's a fine line you know but I just you just get the sense that some people are like oh look at this Chester died people are going to be searching for this I'm going to do a cover and it's disingenuine it feels wrong but I think coming from the right artist, it feels right. You know, I, I mean, even for me, I think people knew that I was a huge fan of Linkin Park. It wouldn't have seemed weird, but I still mm-hmm. just didn't want to put out that vibe, you know. But having said that, you know, when Gordon Downey of the Tragically Hip passed away of cancer last year, I covered my favorite song by them, which is Ahead by a Century, like immediately, you know, I, and I released it a few days later. Um, but I feel like the difference was that we knew that he was going to pass for like two years. It was coming. You know, it wasn't a shock. You, you know, the, it, it was it was it was terrible. It was still very sad. You know, and it was it was very very sad. But it was just it just it was different. I think it was very much like okay, it's happened now. You know, let me pay homage, and and I got a really good response from that. And and I really did it just from my heart. And it was I I, I did it more for uh, people who I knew were fans because um, I I love the mm-hmm. band. But um, some like I had an uncle that I have an uncle who is. It's his absolute favorite band for like 20 years. Kind of like how it is for me with Linkin Park, right? So, you know, he really appreciated it. He said he was moved to tears and it it meant a lot to him, you know, for me to do that. So, you know, that was, I feel like that was different than, you know, a suicide. Very tragic, very shocking. Um, I know it just didn't, it's hard to explain. I think that, I I think you just have to listen to your own voice. You know, this was just my experience. I think like one of the ways you can think of it is like if... If you're recording something and it's, you know, it is an artist that you really like, or there is some kind of emotional reason that you're recording it, people will sense that and mm-hmm. they'll feel that. But I think when it's coming from someone who's completely not related to the artist in any way whatsoever, like they're not really a fan of them mm-hmm. or there's no kind of, there's not really any reason for them to be doing it other than, you know, to get to appear on search results, for example, like on right, YouTube. Then, right. But know, having said that, you know, just to throw back a little bit there, having said that, um, I've done covers ranging from Taylor Swift's Bad Blood to Slipknot's Wait and Bleed. But the thing is, mm-hmm. I actually like both of those artists, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in at different points, you know, and I can respect they're completely different artists, but at the end of the day, they write great songs. You know, I, mean? I don't care about genres, you know. Definitely, I grew up a lot more with the, you know, the, the Slipknot's and, everything from Slipknot to Green Day to Nirvana to Smashing Pumpkins to Bush to Thursday to all these different bands to My Chemical Romance, The Use. I could throw all these different bands that I kind of went through at different stages. You know, why ever limit yourself? You know, but I also have grown to appreciate the pop artists too. But I think for me, I think for me, um, I think people know that I'm eclectic and I and I listen yeah. to a lot of different stuff. And I should do, but, but at the end of the day though, even though I've covered... Um, songs by artists that you would never think of being within the same world because they're not 
um, I genuinely do like the song. So Bad Blood, I think, is such an awesome song. And stripping it down mm-hmm. to acoustic arrangement brings out the heart of it. And same with Wait and Bleed. It's such a, you know, beautiful, wonderful song, right? So it's, it, it's it, I know what you're saying, though, but I think maybe it has to see it has to just be genuine and some artists yeah, no, it's clear I mean, they I don't think, listen to certain yeah things. no I, i'm talking more about specifically when when the artist passed away oh okay um, <laughs> if that's the, if that feels like the only my reason research, someone's sorry. doing it is to capitalize on it then yeah. i think that that's where it's wrong but no sense. but i totally encourage people to record stuff that's okay. kind of out with their normal yeah. uh you know the the normal kind of genre or yeah. area that you would expect that's you know, exactly why I did it. Yeah, you know, yeah. those are both. I'm not in either one of those worlds, and it's kind of. But like you appreciate cool to, the songwriting, and yeah. that's I think ultimately where it comes from. Absolutely, um, but even you know, even even going back to the experience because you just mentioned when when an artist passed, you know, for me because I was such a fan, or still am a fan of Lincoln Park. You know, um, I was heartbroken and needed some time before I could even dive into that emotional territory. You know, um, but uh, but then again, you know, it, it just it depends on where you're at. You know, sometimes yeah. for me like with with the tragic lip that actually was part of my grieving experience for that that artist was to do that you know but everyone comes from a completely different place um when it comes yeah. to that so totally um and you know to bring up the subject of covers and uh you know what maybe kind of take this into the direction of where they can lead mm-hmm. um our guest summer sweet sing she had one of her covers shared by skrillex because it was a piano version of one of his songs mm-hmm. and Cirque survive invited her on tour after they saw her piano cover of one of their songs. Um, and I think it's interesting to kind of talk about, you know, covering songs that mean something to you or mm-hmm. some that you really relate to, because they are two of her favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And I think it was really cool for her to then, you know, see the songs being shared and then, you know, accompanying Circus Survive on tour is a pretty huge thing for her. So I think you never know what's going to happen when you post a cover. I think kind of go in not expecting anything, but you never know what it could lead to. It could lead to something pretty huge um, and well, i think Marcio, you've got an example speaking of, of which yeah i mean i've only recorded in the last uh I, I used to do covers way back way back in the day just for myself it's kind of how i learned how to how to write songs i'm talking like many many years ago and then you know I, I did them over the years but uh only recently did i start actually recording cover songs and cover videos once in a while i've only done about um a hand maybe eight or so six or eight i can't remember, i don't know how many i've done and uh, literally just did them because one, I like the song and two, it, it really is a way just like with Summer Sweezing to maybe attract people that would never have heard of you in the first place. You know, it can't, you can't, in my opinion, you can't strictly do it for that because that's again, dis- disingenuine. I truly do it because I love the artist and or love the song, you know. And, and you're normally doing something different with it as well. You're not that's just the idea. doing that Yeah, that's the idea. I want to take something that is, you know, either pop or metal or, you know, of any genre, really a punk or pop. I don't know. And bring it to the way I do covers, which is usually just stripped down with my acoustic guitar, piano, and some strings, you know, and, and really get to the heart of the song because sometimes people don't realize this is actually a really beautiful song if you just strip mm-hmm. it down. And another way is I can actually introduce people that would maybe never listen to Slipknot, for example, you know, but might listen to my music because I've maybe done a cover. But in the other way around too, you know, it you know it does attract people who like that artist and never heard of me and and all of a sudden are respecting what I do and take, take the time to go listen to my original material. So there's a lot of different angles from it. Again, I do it strictly because I want to pay homage and I just want to I want to interpret something and it's kind of a cool exercise for me to take that and get it down to the heart of the song because it always reminds me with my own songwriting is for me at least if the song works with just an acoustic guitar in my hand and I'm singing it it's a good song and it's funny all these songs I cover work like that because they're great songs despite the way they've been released in what genre or what production or what style right so having said that um, 
one of the covers I recently did um, with, I just did it because I like the band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Anyone that's tuned into the show knows I love the <laughs> we'll band. Know the Marcio knows I've mentioned your little several yeah. times. <laughs> I, I joke around fanboying. I totally fan- joke around, but really I just respect the artists and band. Um, yeah. I'm a little too old to be <laughs> fanboying at this point. But no, seriously, I just respect it. But anyways, long story short, I did a cover of 30 Seconds to Mars' song, Dangerous Night. And the next day, the band's uh, team shared it not only on Twitter, um, but Facebook collectively to over 10 million people. You know what I mean? So that definitely reached a whole new audience I didn't expect. I've gotten new people checking out my material from it. Um, that was a bonus. That's not the reason I did it, oh, yeah. but yeah. it was just fantastic. You know, and I think that that's, um, this is not particularly a new thing. You know, um, I think I know you and I have both discovered artists uh, because of covers and I'm so glad they did that cover. So whether or not their reasoning was just to pay homage or because they wanted to um, reach a new audience, thank you. I'm a I'm a yeah. fan of you now, and I wouldn't have heard of you otherwise. And hey, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't take tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of of money and promotion because people don't realize that's how you find out most artists. You know, it's just a simple cover song. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, a couple of really quick examples. I mean, Kina Granis is someone that I found through her right. YouTube covers. I mean, I love her original music, but I probably wouldn't have heard it without the covers kind of leading me in, you know, mm-hmm. like that gateway drug, I guess. Um, and there's various pop punk bands as well that I found through the Punk Goes dot 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 compilations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, absolutely. Kind of... I mean, it used to be very popular in the new metal world to kind of cover um, artists. I mean, Limp Bizkit, um, love them or hate them, they, they, I don't think they would have been as big as they were if they didn't cover a, a Faith by none other than George Michael. Can't think of two completely different artists. You know, yeah, Orgy did Blue different. Monday, amazing rendition of that. Marilyn Manson, another artist that broke through because he covered Sweet Dreams by Rhythmics. Rhythmic, wait, Arithmics or Rhythmics? Arithmics. Arithmics. Yeah, I was about to say Rhythmics. Arithmics. Yeah. And he even did Tainted Love, uh, I think a decade later, that boosted his career again. Um, and there's even artists, there's even artists that have covered songs that end up becoming, their versions end up becoming more popular than the original. You know, like we all know Whitney Houston's rendition of Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we all think of Whitney Houston when we think of that song, not Dolly Parton anymore. Even Aretha Franklin, Respect wasn't her song. It was, it was, yep. she was doing a cover. It's crazy. So, so you know, it, it's, crazy. it's amazing what, what a cover can do. So, you know, obviously if you write your own material, don't stop writing your own material, but don't yeah. be afraid to incorporate it. Do a bit of both. Do yeah. a bit of both. Uh, I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap up. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about some covers that we should check out, maybe uh, that you think are better than the original, mm-hmm. uh, or even just let us know what you're planning to cover next. Yeah, and if you get a chance to check out my covers, let me know what you think I should cover. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to find us you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram don't forget to visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there tongue twister as for me I'm working on my new solo album you can check out my music on Spotify and iTunes just about everywhere and anywhere you like to stream or download music follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter which are all my name Marcio Novelli I had to balance out the fast with this though I noticed that. So uh, I am working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Social Surge, your source for social media, marketing, and online music promotion. All links are in the description, so please check them out because they do are us. They keep the show alive, and I'm glad that you got tongue twisted too. If you would also like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. We have recently updated our rewards, which now include sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you to co-host an episode of Bridge the Atlantic. And of course, gain access to our new Encore series. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes, and leave us a comment and let us know what you think right. of the show. I'm out of here. That's it for B-Sides. We'll be back yeah, next I'm week with a brand new interview. See you guys. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.